redeemed yourself with the cut welcome to the bro show live it's sunday night everybody how the fuck are you hey right cheers big oof by me there sorry you, you you redeemed it man you got the good outro cut so. i was like well i gotta play it out now i started the song hey they don't normally get an intro they should be thankful either way i'm <laughs> thankful either way i should say that's because we're not dropping in the middle of a conversation on some crazy shit red said that's right we got to start with, uh, hey, welcome back to the Late Sush. Are we live again. yet? Uh, sure, hope not. <laughs> DLG's back here making a, a racket. A ruckus? A cacophony like, of noise? Could you describe this ruckus? You don't want him to. Uh, bring the motherfucking ruckus. It's a lot of slurping. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no. I don't know if you want me to describe this ruckus. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Cheers, everybody. That's a great uh, yeah. yeah, what's going on, chat? Please join us in live chat. Live with us. Seems to, uh, you're going to miss some stuff in top chat. Got some Lime River Rose tonight. See if I can get it to focus. Come on. That's looking pretty nice. good. Got oh, it. Some that looks good. Dozy dough. Ah, I fell. Oh, as soon as he blocks it in, it's gone. It. It's like a ninja. My fingers are so tiny. Makes all the buds look big. 
That's why mm -hmm. all the buds like to be held by you. That's oh, right. My fingers are so big. I, nothing fits up, you know, it's, I don't know. Anyway. Oh, are you saying that you have hamburger lab. helper hands? That's... You know, like the big glove? Yeah. Big gloves, you know what they say. And big mints. <laughs> they make lots of things look small. Big That's hands. Right. Items cold, may be larger right? than they appear. Cold, right? Yep. You know it. Well, just because it looks small. Shrinkage, Red. Shrinkage. It's cold, man. <laughs> Speaking of cold, I see we had a, a question to jump right out of the gates. It's a great question, too. It is a great question, but the problem is we have to get some more information. Oof, baby. You can give some good advice on this, I think, just based on this. Okay. Uh oh. What well, one you... thing that I say is I see that the last part you say you got the heater cranked, but any other suggestions? I'm worried that if it's a cut and you've got it cranked too high that you could potentially stress kill it out because it doesn't have any roots or anything yet. Yeah, are, yeah, we, cer are we certain that it's cold temperatures that are doing the, the doing the dirty work? That's Here's what I want to be certain first. First and foremost, what point in the plant's life are you in? Cutting. If you're right. if it's able to take a cut off of it, do that first and put it inside warm. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Major General also works at 24-7. Yep. Keep I like to do on. that. You get consistent heat 24 hours a day. Um, T5s are great for this because they have, they're less efficient, so they make more heat. So they help add to the equation there. And always make sure your plants are off the ground, like on risers and trays, something like that. It can get real cold if you have them in like a basement setting. If they're in an outdoor setting, they make these, um, what the hell are they called? Horse stall mats. Well, they're these heaters that you just wrap around your pots. Um, oh, it's like, like for a trailer? They're like lines, yeah. But they actually make them for pots, so you just wrap them around pots. You can plug them in to keep your root ball warm. I don't remember what the hell they're called other than that. I'm sure if you Google that, though, you're going to come up with something. Yeah, sound like uh, therm some kind of a thermal wire or something. Need more info. <clears throat> That's what I said. Yep. What yeah, I mean, I ideally, any growing environment, you want your temperatures somewhere between, you know, you want 70 to 80 degrees, somewhere in that range, day or night. doesn't really matter. I mean, if you're dipping down in the night, whatever you can do to get it up into the uh, higher ranges if that cycle right. air from a warmer area of your house or add a heater i mean if you're not safe with adding a heater i suggest cycling air cycling air tends to work the best i mean if you're dealing with a shed or something like that outside you might have to buckle up and get a gas heater a propane heater or something like that um Electric heater might not. Well, and the cold weather isn't necessarily going to kill the clone either. Bearing in mind well, what that's, the age that's is, say that it's a teen. It I'm may not if die if it's 58 if, degrees. If we're sure that it's cold. But it will yeah. definitely uh, retard the growth of it and really, really slow it down. Mm -hmm. uh, could could add some issues if you're dealing with moisture and cold weather because usually there's not a lot of moisture where there is cold weather. So, Well, the other problem as well is since you can get into a real issue where you can make it rain in there too, if you've really got a big difference of 15 or 20 degrees between lights on and lights off, it can really be a big stress swing for the plant. All right, so his new update says his internet is crap. It's already skipping probably <laughs> a minute behind, but seedlings have survived, but the cuts are doing crap and they're almost dead. 
So I'm guessing they're clones. They're probably cuts that don't aren't rooted yet then. Yeah. Oh, I'd get a seedling mat. I'd get a seedling mat then. Seedling mat. That's what I was just about to say. And keep your lights on 24 7. You, you may yeah. want to try to take new clones. Honestly, I mean, there's a point where you're going to start deleting your, your efficacy on your your overall plant health and everything just because of your. They're in a situation where these are cuts that he doesn't have backed up, and they, or he or she doesn't have backed up, and they want to. Right, that's what it sounds like. Keep to me. them, uh, and tomorrow they could probably go to the store and maybe find one of those plug-in oil heaters that we always talk about too, and maybe introduce that to the space. They said they have a heater cranked already. I'm just yeah, you're right. See, hi already. <laughs> it means it's working, folks. I want to shout out. I see uh, Medical Mondays podcast in the chat. Shout out to Medical Mondays. They always, they always do a really good job shouting us out every single show, man. So I want to shout them out. Yeah, man. Song. Yeah, cheers, guys. And I do want to say to anybody that didn't get a chance to check out the Bro Show live last night, uh, go back and check out when we had Rob and Trey on from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. Really good time. Really good vibes. It was really fun. Yeah. I was stoked to have them on for sure. It was a really good time. what's up that's interesting shredder and I, I haven't noticed it's uh shredder and chat says that um let me find it again i'll uh, just run away so cool used to say that full light for seedlings but dimmer for clones so maybe too much light that's interesting to see you know how much light do you have on these things that might be their the reason they're struggling if you got a lot of light going on them yeah there could be a ton of reasons why the clones <laughs> are struggling you know yeah, man. I mean, do they have roots yet? Is it nutrient deficiency? Uh, if they don't have roots, you know, is, is it, it too much? You know what I mean? Have you, you, you never know. There's, it's a process of elimination, really, is what you've got to do. And just, it, you're right, it starts by the environment. We just took a bunch just That was last, was it Thursday? Yeah. They, said they, just, they said they just flipped the mom a week or so ago. So there's still time to take. Oh, there's, yeah. there's yeah. your answer. Just take a clone off that mom. Take yeah. another couple clones off of them. Everybody, oh, shit. Well, there you go. There's just. Dude, <laughs> if you're around those plants and you can't clone them right now, but you're around them, take those clones right now and just stick them in some water. I'll take it to about week two or three if I have to. Shit past that if it's the last, you know, it's my only if chance. It's the, them, yeah. Put them in rock bowl tomorrow or something. Put them in water tonight. Uh, get them out of that light cycle, though. The Yeah, man, we did uh, just some oxychlorine clones. We did some rock wool clones. We did some root riot clones. Uh, I don't think we did much more than that. DOG was trying to trying to sleep in my bed, my my area. No good. Her safe space. Painted <laughs> lady likes it when dogs sleep in her area. Not so much. I don't think so. I think we talked about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're good, like for warming up the bed real quick, and then they can take their no. Frito feet down on their bed. Both my dogs have. Two beds each. They don't get to go in my bed. I like that theory better, but Diamond has already been bed trained. 
so it would be real difficult. Can does she like cuddle up by your heads or does she sleep down okay. by your feet? She, she wants to be little spoon. Yeah. That's cute. That she wants to fine. be little spoon. She yeah. wants to be little spoon all the time. <laughs> no matter how hot you are. Yeah. So yeah, it gets real warm. That's what Yoji <laughs> likes to do, except he doesn't know which end he likes to keep his head. He likes to keep his head towards my feet and his ass where my face goes. <laughs> Particularly your eye area. <laughs> An old dog with gas. So I'm constantly pushing his ass away from my face. Like he always tries to sleep that way all the time. You're always pushing his ass mm -hmm. under the covers to Dutch oven yourself. He's, oh, that's the problem. He's gotten to the point where he doesn't like lay down slowly. Why we have separate he doesn't lay down slowly. He like plops down the like last third of the way. He'll like start to go down, and then he'll like so be like crunch, ah, crush my face. You know how like factories will have that sign out front that says "so many days since the last accident." Do you have you need one like in front of the house that says "so many days since the last gooching"? Oh yeah. I wonder how many yeah, are you double much. digits yet? Or are you still no. hovering in singles? No, still in singles, thankfully. All right, double digit hours. He's he's gotten the probiotics, so we're trying to stop all the. <laughs> You're Stop trying to make sure you don't itching. get infections. Yeah. Staying good and clean here. Uh, so I checked out the, uh, the newest episode of Growing Belushi tonight. There's more episodes? Out. Yeah, it just came out yesterday, uh, I think. We watched that a little while ago. Not you know ago. that he lost his all of his greenhouses to because the his head grower... I didn't mean to do that. His head grower um, grew the plants too tall and they hit the top of the greenhouse and it just caused mold like everywhere. Yeah. That's the second time he lost his. Didn't he lose like his entire crop in the first season too? I, uh, think I guess we're so. hitting some He's heavy spoilers, but not had good luck. And yeah, yeah, that's how he starts off the second season. He has the guys from Grow Generation come in and tell him to level everything and to build those really cool greenhouses with the, you know, the top that comes back and everything and it go LED and everything. And so it's a kind of an interesting show, but um guess if you have that much money, you might as well. That's exactly right. My resume. Yeah. Like it. Oh, okay. Just scrap everything we just spent all of our money building and doing. No problem. We got money. Take care of that. What, what I did think, I guess this way we don't spoil too much of the second season because I haven't seen it yet. But like, like in the first season, I guess if you you should have seen it maybe by now. I suppose if you haven't, oh, I'm just spoil slight bits of it, but like. The, the fact that, like, uh, the main genetic stock was off of the old school drug dealer of basically everybody from SNL, like uh, John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd, and, uh, all those, those, all, the cocaine all those characters. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the story goes he was their weed dealer, right? I'm sure he was their everything dealer, you know, or they had different whatever. I don't really know this, you know, all the backstory, but it's a pretty cool, at least, um, tale, 
you know, it's a good story, whether or not it's a fable or whether or not it's just part of their marketing plan or whatever it is for the genetics. It's, it's, it's a cool little story. You know what I mean? It just goes back to the, you know, the, the original dude, you know, the, the dude that they would rely on to get, to get, come backstage and get them high, you know, before, before shows. I can't even remember what the dude's name is or what the strain was called, but I'm sure somebody chat. Remind us. <clears throat> well, I had to laugh because in the very first episode, there's one guy that I guess has been skeptical of Jim's journey throughout this whole cannabis process. And um, he comes into the room after they had just been in the kitchen making, they called it FSO, making FSO. And they were showing like, oh, look at how concentrated it is. And this is super potent. And then they left a pan of it on the stove with a spatula in it. And, and then the guy comes along and thinks it's like frosting or something dumb. And so he's like, what is that? Takes his finger and like, uh, and then takes this big lick of it and then tastes it. And at first is like, ew. And then he's like, oh, that's kind of good. And then licks the spatula. And then, of course, they show them like tripping out, like all these colors. And maybe come uh, back on that, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, dude, if that had been FSO, that dude would have been fucking. Woo. Lick a spoon, you don't know where it's been. Right. I don't know. That's the one thing I don't like about the show is it really just kind of. It, it, it It's like a show. Yeah, it detracts mm-hmm. away from cannabis and what it's really being used for and its purpose here and stuff but um you know it also it's the belushi mm-hmm. name of course it's going to have to be somewhat entertaining so it is somewhat entertaining show but um yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious how much of it is scripted you know like how much of that crop loss is scripted i think and- I think you're right, Red, because there are some points where it just seems like where they had an intervention, like the family had like this intervention. Oh, that family intervention thing was like the first season. If they did it again on the second season, that's hilarious. And the one on the first season was funny because, I mean, it totally seemed scripted. I mean, yeah, it was just. Anyway, but it's kind of entertaining. And then it shows them going through the whole process now of rebuilding. So, yeah. Interesting. Chad has rang in and, and says it is definitely all scripted. It's like big time wrestling, man. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Except they got a cannabis license to work with, or maybe they don't. Maybe it's all just <laughs> maybe they don't. Maybe, maybe they, they don't. just fuck it, man. I think it's out know. in Oregon, if I remember right. If I heard him right, it's in Oregon. Yeah, Belushi like a big farm. farm. Yeah, like Belushi farm. farm. Yeah. Uh-huh. At this point, he's been at it for a few years, I think. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, Aykroyd has the show, man. Getting scared away after a couple years. I really respect Dan Aykroyd in a lot of ways, man. That dude's had a lot of uh, success with movies and production and all that. Um, He he's got Crystal Head vodka. I mean, a lot of that is his stuff. You know, that's his his backstory. You know, he's done his research. You know, he's he's a really cool dude. Um, The backstory on the Crystal Head vodka with the the crystal skulls and them having like alien roots or supernatural roots. And uh, he uses certain uh, crystals that he, he not only triples distills, 
you know, like three olives vodka, right? It's triple distilled. It's distilled once. It's distilled again. It's distilled three times for purity. And then uh, what he does is he distills it then. And, and according to him, he runs it again. He triple distills it again further through these crystals. Uh, I'd imagine you consider something like a carbon filter or something like that. It probably runs it through, a, you know, some cool processing equipment or whatever like we do in cannabis. It's alcohol. And he says that it goes through the crystals that are clear. You know, they're crystal. Um, you know, probably Have you tasted white. it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got some old crystal i have heard that it's dog you know, shit. so, so, so let's say let's say that's uh that's a uh crystal he says that after you know so much of this product goes through it it comes out like the crystals are yellow and nasty so like even the normal distillation doesn't get all the impurities out it gets more it, it doesn't sound right right it's distillation right shouldn't it yeah, you'd imagine it'd be uh but whatever's in the in the uh, ethanol you know it's a little, little bit more to get out. I've heard uh, that it tastes like shit. Out. Yeah. Because they do have to, like, dilute it, right? We can't have pure grain alcohol um, on the shelf. It, we can only have fucking 80 proof or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, so. <clears throat> yeah, so 40%. Yeah. Um, you have that bottle up there? Is there a bottle up there? I, I, I have a bottle. I just don't know it's empty, I wanted to get it just because I thought that the bottle was pretty cool, and I used to be a vodka drinker, but... Um, yeah, we don't drink at all, so he's had this for a while. I, I heard that it wasn't worth it. So, Tony, do you like it? I'm curious. Well, his branding's pretty cool on it, because... I heard from a few other people it was not good, so I didn't buy it. <laughs> It's all game. I don't know, man. I thought it was pretty damn good. I, I think it's really cool. Yeah, I, I, th I always thought it was damn. How many people bought that to make a bong out of it or something? I know. I, 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 I mean, that's kind of why I saved it. I'm saving it for whatever reason. A little penny jar or whatever. It's kind of yeah. cool. I haven't. I got another. I've, I've gone through a few of these bad boys. So. How much is I, that? Right? Drinker. It's is not it cheap. It's like it's like a fifty dollar. Um, no, no, it's probably like a forty, maybe like a forty dollar bottle. Okay. Yeah. I like my Belvedere is like 30 something and that's like good for me. You know what? Uh, Sequence brings up a good point. He says all our vodka is maxed like 40% here in Michigan. That is one thing that I can remember is when I was younger. I have not like, come to kill a season. Shit was 80 proof or 100 I've come proof. to make a salad. Yep. Now it's all 80 or 79. Yeah. They like added more water to the shit, man. You can get 151. 153, I think, is the highest you can get. Yeah, and then you got to go to. Like then you got to drive. Yep. Get the good stuff. You want me to show off a bottle of the good stuff? The 190, I got one. I got one right back here behind me too. You got a fancy drink the other night. I got about three different. I three did. Different Tell maybe bought me a wheatgrass uh, tequila cocktail. Wasn't wheatgrass. <laughs> You ordered yeah. it. Oh, it had lemongrass in it. That's what it was. Wheatgrass. Uh, <laughs> it was some Polish vodka you before they had like a blade of grass, like a bison had a bison on the bottle and a blade of grass in the bottle. I, I can't remember what all was. It was it was a mezcal drink. Oh, okay. lemongrass is like an acquired taste. There's not a lot. I mean, I like it, but this I don't know a lot of people. It had lemongrass. It had celery juice. It had yeah. uh, cilantro. 
Was it good? Oh man. Yeah. I like mezcal. It's interesting. It was good. And it did it taste like soap? Soap? Soapy? Oh, I like cilantro. I, See, I, I do not we like did the cilantro gig. Cilantro or celery. We already did that gig. Oh, uh, you think cel- uh, celery is a no good one too? Uh, celery does have a weird. Celery dominates whatever it touches. Celery's got a weird after feeling and taste. It is a strange one. It's like <laughs> celery. It's like a, a mild gas. I don't know. It's like not gas, but it is gas. It's like gas you like feel in your face. It's weird. Like it has such an aroma. Like you just smell it all day long. I read um, somewhere that it's celery because it's so fibrous. Actually, has like a like a net negative calorie. Oh God, negative, my son used to fucking calorie. say that all the time. Too. Yeah, be like, like, be like, dude, negative. listen, there's no such thing as a negative. No, listen, Pop, I use more fucking calories chewing it than I would, and my body burns calories doing. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Well, no, it's not just chewing. It, that is, it's a true statistic. Your body uses actually more energy digesting it than it is yeah. actually what it's going to put in. It's all water. It's all water and fiber, so good, and few I, carbohydrates, and it's like eating air. What, who wants to no, fucking not. eat hair? Stop buying the shit out of the store and grow some. I think it's great. What? Colorful. Stop buying the shit out of the store and grow some, and then it's fucking good. Celery is fucking have, gross. The stuff you grow that, that long hair stuff that you pull out of it. Uh, you guys are getting the wrong kind of celery. Yeah, you get celery. I yeah, I don't. You guys know what I'm talking you get yours about? Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. No, I do know what you're talking about. I don't like I don't like it. You're getting that heavy commercial. I'll tell you what, I got pumpkins in back that still won't decay. You know what I mean? That's because they're commercially farmed pumpkins. You know, that's that's <laughs> that's how fibrous that shit is. That's just how GMO that shit is. You know, I got I got a pumpkin on the porch that I grew in my backyard. I couldn't get off the porch because it was full of mush by the end of November. Is it like a McDonald's cheeseburger? I had these I had these other pumpkins the the that were like, like they're still back there fucking squirrels won't touch them. You know what I mean? I got this other all my other pumpkins are completely the, the air inflated uh, beach. Dead ass inflated beach ball, like a beach oh, ball at the end of a dead show. Celery is part of the Trinity in cooking, man. Beach ball. Yes. Yeah, celery, those other yeah, celery, man. onion, and carrot, man. Fuck yeah, yeah. it's like the base of almost everything. Gotta, gotta really grow that, grow that celery soup, good, man. That celery will taste good. And Put the butter in there, good, and it'll... Put the mirepoix. Then you're gonna come yeah, through and make the, the roux with it. And get up out of there. Oh, then dude, you're gonna have a nice fucking soup. Boof celery. Boof soup, baby. You, you won't you won't taste a lot of those threads if you soup it up too, man. How rude! You know what? Nice. You know what a good substitute for celery is is uh, Swiss chard. I eat that just that like celery. Mighty. Put, put chard. peanut butter on it. Chard's good. Chard's got yeah. chard's got golden yeah. raisins. I, dude, I like peanut butter. Peanut How about butter on my celery? Chips. Yeah. Did you say ants on a log? <laughs> I had some peanut butter on celery yesterday. I offered some, but she said no. So What's another good like thing? Yeah, we go good with peanut butter, chocolate. Did you? Did somebody yell at you for not making the cookies? Call them ant bars or something. What do you mean? No, no. Whatever. I eat the chocolate chips out of the chocolate chip bag and not make the cookies. Somebody mentions it. Oh really? I have not heard of this. No, I often eat chocolate chips straight out of the bag. I don't remember yelling. I like that one sequence. I don't remember yelling, but I do remember you bringing it up several times. Just like eight times. That's so funny. 
anti-log with chocolate chips and not raisins. Man, they were, I would have been all about that growing up with my mom. And Man, I've been dad. doing it since I've been young. Way been too much effort. So way too much effort with these raisins. And I just take the celery and the you got you got you got the, you raisins got the peanut butter, so celery. Right? Celery goes in the peanut butter. You munch on that shit. So do you hold it like a savage or not? It's like hold it like this. Stick whole stick. That bottom part, that bottom part that's a little bit more white. It gets a little bit of peanut butter. Yeah. It gets a little bit of that. I do that. I give that to the dogs too. They love that. Three minutes and I'll sit there. He loves it. It's just one more little bowl of fucking chocolate chips, and you do one more dip and boom. Oh, I guess that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Just a dupe. And the, ah, yeah. needs more ants, yeah. bro. Uh, maybe we'll just do cow ants. nibs. We'll just do <laughs> cow nibs and whatever that is. What and, is that? Oh, we could dip it in mushroom powder. Now we're talking. Ooh, now we're mushroom? building a celery fortress here. We're gonna there celery. You go. as shit, bro. Uh, celery. <laughs> we get a lot. Maybe, maybe you maybe could just. You, I'm do not a a of, you can do a little bowl of peanut butter to hold whatever you want to add. And you can maybe powders, maybe you Nutella. Can I'm not a fan. Not of Nutella. Nutella. No, fuck that Nutella shit. Thank not you. on oh, sugar. Well, I'm just throwing it out there. Some people <laughs> might like a hazelnut. Get that the fuck out. Thing, no, we're trying I'm to be healthy here. Let's go peanut butter. Um, uh, some cacao nibs, a little mushroom back. Some some fresh. Fresh. Uh, you want to put mushroom? That's weird. Yeah, we're getting, we're good. Well, the celery is gonna just dice out all of the flavor of the mushroom you can just dust dominates. the outside like yeah, they do dominates. the joints just dust the outside and the fucking powder yeah that's what i'm saying you get you know, add yeah, kingfisher on some super thrifty shit you could even you can yeah, dip, it, dip in your blue cheese for your curds and culture so bro, bro just buy some fucking <laughs> celery salt it's just the same exactly man but i love how he says like keep the celery from takeout wings in the freezer for when the recipe calls for it, then I don't have to buy it. Like that's, that's a chore right. that I oh I gotta go buy celery. Pick out wings, man. <laughs> like I, I worked in West forever. I worked at the chicken restaurant for like eight years. Like, were you getting two cases at every time? Two cases of celery. And a, cal- a case of celery is fucking huge, people. Oh no, dude. The, but, uh, I don't want to throw them that far under the bus, but everything came pre-chopped and pre-made. Oh, it was wasn't even real cooking. It was boiling the bag through, through the Ooh. local food service. They had the option, you know. Do you want the whole, whole, whole celery that you got that your boys got a uh, boys and gals got to uh, wash gotta and wash and, and do and all the crap. stuff, or do you want it pre-chopped and, and in a vacuum sealed bag? We got pre-chopped vacuum sealed bag shit, unfortunately. But you know what, man. Um, that and a little bit of blue cheese. That was my jam for many, many years. That's probably why I had so many, so many gut problems. Gut problems. And it's all there's all this cooking show that sequence that I watch where the guy takes all the fucking takeout like ketchups and mayonnaises and all the little packets of stuff, and then he soup? cooks with it. And so he has like a whole drawer. So and he goes, and now for the mayonnaise. And then he takes yeah. out like the drawer. He's got them all like organized, and it's called like it's called struggle meals. It, it, and it's like this like college guy that just he used to say that fucking ramens taste like poverty, but that shit tastes like poverty too, man. Yeah, well, and then he'll make stuff like ramen, but he'll fancy it up, hey, and then listen. he'll say, and then I made this for like ching. You know what I was thought slightly sketch. I always thought that those like mayonnaise and, and tartar sauce packets, like just kind of like How are they it's slightly, yeah, yeah, slightly sketch like in a restaurant, but like when Don't you're in like an amusement park and it's like outside and it's like 100 degrees and they're just like there, 
I don't know if I'm going to use those today. So no, those ones are extra good. They're like, they're <laughs> like clear. You open them and they're just clear. <laughs> just oil again. It's like, yeah, just yellow and clear. What the fuck? I like my gelatinous mayonnaise off of a car dash. <laughs> I can remember. I can't remember who it was. I'll say a coworker searching through a drawer at work, pulling out out of the condiment drawer. <laughs> Fucking this pack of ketchup that looked about three sizes too big. Whatever that is, is not good, I guarantee you. <laughs> All right, who has stepped on a condiment packet and squirted the other side of their leg? I messed up a brand new pair of shoes with like a packet. I have done that, Red. Walked on a packet of ketchup and that sucker squirted all up the. I think I've squirted it all over somebody else too, accidentally walking on it. The wall, my car. Just keep moving on. Accidentally. <laughs> in the oh, I got your car. Oh, yeah. On the inside? Mm-hmm. Like it was on the inside and you like yep. put your foot on the floor. Yeah. All the carpeting and shit. I'm I love not a big fan of. I don't like dipping sauces that much. Oh, I do. You Dip. like it dry. Unpopular I just never. Just never did. I know, man. <laughs> I remember that shit. It was like pink and blue or something. I, as soon as I said it, I was like, "That's the hair gel, dippity do." <laughs> I love some honey mustard, some barbecue sauce, but not mayonnaise. Get that shit out of here. So, what do you do on French fries, Becca? If you don't, I'm a honey mustard. Like I fucking tartar sauce. Oh, I sorry. would always get. Sauce. Honey, like just normal honey for my chicken nuggets, and I would just dip my fries in it too. That was oh, my wow. favorite. I can't honey be mad good. at that. That's good yeah. shit. I can't be mad. I, at that. I feel like I'll dip fries in just about anything. I like dipping Milk. fries in cocktail sauce, tartar sauce. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of ketchup, but I like barbecue sauce. Milkshake. I have done the mayonnaise thing. Mayonnaise thing's all right, but I prefer the tartar sauce. Get a little bit of the relish in there and just kind of spices it up a little bit better, I suppose. I thought somebody would say vinegar. That was the old thing, man. I was when I was in like my first restaurant. Did you a vinegar guy? Never, ah, dude. I, I like fair fries with vinegar. Fair yeah. fries, yeah. Yeah, good. Every Ew. now and then, it amazes me how you like vinegar, but how do you not like booch then, man? Because every oof. now and then, dude, the restaurant would just ripen up with vinegar, and it's like, oh. There's one of those people in here. Exactly. They don't come in often. <laughs> they don't <laughs> come in often. It's like once every six months, dude. Jesus. The whole restaurant ripens up, dude. It's like, whoa. You're cleaning some windows out there? What the fuck? <laughs> like just one little packet of vinegar is in the corner of a fucking 3,000 square foot building. Just, <laughs> just to annihilate the whole thing. Uh... Hey. I'm not dogging on anybody's preferences. It's good for you. Feel free to use that. It's way better for you than ketchup is, I'm sure. I use it to clean. I have a bearded dragon. I use like a vinegar solution to clean her cage. So the house is oh, yeah, like the house, vinegar. Right. Yeah. I don't, vinegar I don't is mind. great for cleaning your windows. Way better to clean Coffee your windows. Pot. It's way more so, environmentally conscious I'll, than that I'll Windex. Do a shot here. of vinegar. I agree with you. And funny enough, Windex now has a vinegar... A vinegar. Do they really? Yeah, like Windex with vinegar or some shit. <laughs> like, it's like Miracle Grow Organic. But it's right. That Miracle Grow Organic. They paid five bucks for. But, yeah. But Becca, here's a tip for you that I've tried and I do over and over again: is all your citrus peels that you get, just throw in a mason jar and throw 
like white vinegar over it or, mm -hmm. or whatever you use to clean with and it draws all the terpenes out so you'll get like for me i usually it's like a lot of limes and shit so i get that lime smell so it's not so bad it's still vinegary but then uh but it's still limey and that stuff that especially your citrus fruits they're really those terpenes are really good for to help you clean okay and so they i just are, mix that half and half. yeah but dragon might it's not like that smell yeah, I don't know. Oh, I will good. like it more than the yeah, straight vinegar. <laughs> I like mix it just a little bit with water. I mix it 50 50. So, like, if I, I just do, if I have a mason jar, you know, I just dump it out into a measuring cup and then measure the same amount of water and then put it in a spray bottle and use that to clean shit. Because limonene is so, lemonine, whatever, such a solvent, it's, it, it will corrode plastic and petroleum-based uh, whatever wares. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's not necessarily recommended to use mylar or plastic bags or anything like that for, you know, like like the citric or something, or this lemon dozy or something that's high in limonene because it'll actually corrode through the bag. And, you know, obviously over time, but I mean, I'm sure like there's a reaction you know, right? That that like begins the reaction. You know, so it's already starting to maybe off gas or whatever. A glass, you know, glass can be your best bet with any of that limonene stuff. Dude. It is a solvent. You know, that's why they use. That's why lemon pledge is lemon pledge, and then not like berry pledge. It's not because it's their favorite flavor. It's because it's a solvent. You know, sounds like a nice. I love They're berry, cool yeah, berry, berry <laughs> pledge. You know, if we could get some, maybe pine. Yeah, I'm sure pine, pine is probably Ugh. equally. Ugh. Uh, scary. I used to love pine saw growing up. My mom used it on like the floor and shit. Yeah, pine, love that smell. Yeah, yeah. pine too. Pine and lime. And it's I like that smell too. Classically in that like uplifting heady range too. Yeah, pine need it's like that fresh for sure. So, so you've been having a lot of lemons and oranges and stuff lately, so you gotta save them so we can try it. Yeah. I probably will Google it, make sure it's okay for bearded dragons, but I don't see why it wouldn't be. It's kind of a cool, um, a cool way to use your your citrus peels because after that, then I I feel that they've you know been broken down enough. Because mm -hmm. I sometimes leave it. It sometimes takes me a month to fill up that jar, sometimes even more. But it stays fucking. It doesn't. I mean, it won't mold. It won't do anything. And uh, I just yes, wait to fill up that jar and pour out the vinegar. Pour out the peels and then start a new jar. I think they're, I think they're pretty well protected with the, with its acidity. Yeah, and the yeah, the, <laughs> I don't know if much will fuck with vinegar, man. I think you could have a jug of vinegar sitting on the shelf for fucking years and be fine. If you're just using no, it, to stays preserved. It doesn't have a bunch of sugar. Pick, in it. Pickles. So everything. That's how. So like canning and everything. You know, it's a matter of basically killing bacteria and most of the time you know if if you're doing a, a basic boiling right if you don't have a pressure canner you can't get hotter than 212 you basically have to use a brine you know you got to use vinegar for the acidity or if you're using acidic foods like tomatoes right you can do a water you can do a, a boiling temperature right you can do 212 the thing is with tomatoes, you know, when you're canning tomatoes and stuff like that, if you're making a salsa, uh, if you go above a certain percentage of the tomato weight, 
as uh you know water weight of something else you know uh, peppers onions any of that shit it won't it won't be acidic enough you may have to actually add a brine or a, a vinegar or something that you don't want to do to your to your tomato based salsa right your canning um uh, pickles very similarly you know you're using vinegar in that sense and if as long as you keep that ratio of vinegar higher you don't have to add anything else you know you, you heat that stuff in a boiler you just boil it 212 is cool you know 10 minutes or whatever and, and it, you're good for years you know a good couple years out of that it, it, you kill that bacteria but the problem is you can't just do it with basic water because bacteria will begin to grow so how do you can shit that's in water you have to pressure can you got to get over 212 you got to can it like 250 so if you have a pressure cooker you can can anything in water too you know and start to preserve it and that stuff but that's like acidity is so important just for as a food preservative you know what i mean so like uh vinegar is hell and like what's cool about that is vinegar is so natural you can you can basically make vinegar out of your compost if you really wanted to you know, through through fermenting, you know, if you were doing a KNF or some shit like that for your plants, you get your your can off off one side and you get your vinegars and all that other shit and basically eventually produce vinegar out of it <clears throat> and alcohol. No, oh, sorry, go ahead. Do you want to hear a terrible vinegar story? Oh. Is with apple cider vinegar, but still similar. Yes, I do. I was with friends, we were drinking. My friend handed me a shot. We're like, here, have this shot. It's like, oh, okay. It's like, yeah, cool. And I took it. It was apple cider vinegar. Oh, they got you. Oh, I rough. almost immediately was throwing up, like, uh, dry heaving. Uh, it was so bad. Like, I, just because I wasn't expecting it. Oh, and then it was so true. bad. Yeah. And I was drinking like I had been drinking. That's true, yeah. It was terrible. And it was on my breath the whole night. And I was like, this is terrible i can't drink it i can't drink it <laughs> people do that though or like health reasons i don't know if it's an apple yeah. cider vinegar but it's some sort of vinegar that they take that i think it is really it's apple cider. cider vinegar and some like a little bit like a little bit right this was like a full like a shot i think no, like chat's gonna be full of people shot. calling you the pussy that was Look at that was me That's telling you that story painted later fine, but it was not what i was expecting so i know no i have friends that do that and i was like really it's i don't know i don't know booster awful yeah uh shot of cider vinegar chop up a garlic clove or two oh jesus yeah let's make it soak a peppercorn in there for the afternoon yeah man chop a peppercorn in half so that sucker in there for the afternoon and took that sucker Okay, Not maybe bad. if I was ready for it, like I'd have to like convince myself, like okay. Yeah, you don't surprise me. Like, I got that. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought no, it was that's vodka. that's a mind fuck. Oh my gosh! I, I've had that happen. I ordered an unsweet nice tea from McDonald's, and they'll give me a sweet tea, dude. And just, whoa, blow me back. You get a man. tea instead of a coke, or vice yeah. Versa. Oh yeah, vice versa. Yeah, I could uh, imagine. I can see where that would be disgusting. Becca, especially after drinking. I'm surprised you yeah. kept it down. I was like, I, well, I took it and I was like, that was weird. And then that was weird. That's <laughs> weird alcohol, like, guys. I started like feeling it. And it, was, it was oh, it burns too, though. That's the thing. Like, it's not just, it, like, it, it doesn't just taste like yeah, it'll burn. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's hella acidic, you know, and you could, I suppose, depending on like, 
the quality of your gut health or something. You could have digestive issues, you know. I mean, it's it could cause some heartburns or something like that, you know, if it hits you the wrong way, or if you've already been eating nothing but like potato chips and salsa and stuff like that all day. It's definitely you've just been drinking uh, before, and that's it. And been yeah. super dehydrated already. <laughs> yeah, I, this yeah. was like this was years ago, and I've been drink. It was like a party. We were outside. It was with my friends, and right. like, why would you not tell me? Just. Just ask. You gotta wash that one down with another shot. Yeah, I'm sure that's what I did. I can't even remember. Give us some real alcohol. With like three, like a bunch of friends and one asshole. It was. It was like I worked at a summer camp for years and years, and a bunch of people had a house downtown. Um, uh, and so I went there, and there was everybody was there. It was like a big camp party with all these camp people camaraderie work, supposed to be work my friends. Party. camaraderie work camaraderie sounds like well i mean it was like in the not in the summertime so it wasn't during work but it was fine oh, not you. my real friends i guess and that's you know it showed showed now yeah. <laughs> it's all from that that's why i know that's the same person that's dosing people with LSD at festivals 10 years later. Yeah, man. I'm not literally saying that. I don't know for sure. It's just a similar <laughs> man. No, it's the you know who it is? It's the guy that goes, here, man, hit this bowl real quick, and it's got salvia in it. Salvia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, I feel like an asshole. I, I fucking, my buddy is not happy for me. I did that to a buddy one time. You did? I, yeah, I was young and sequence. Can I get the sound effect, please? It didn't have fresh salvia and it. it had like residual shit in it. And I was like, try this. This is why I told him it wasn't weed, but it was <laughs> something else. <laughs> you got a sound effect. I love it. Yeah. That's why I preach not doing that shit, you know? And the karma came back and hit me heavy up. So I got mine. I just can't believe you never told us that story. I'm 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 sure I have many many. All right, well I've never heard that go. story. <clears throat> I had a professor in college sure who got you. dosed at a party in the '60s. Oof. And she was telling us about I, I don't know. Wait a minute, did, did you just say you're in college in the '60s? Yeah, dude, that's okay. exactly what I said. I was in college in the '60s. Fucking, I'll give you the name of my plastic surgeon. So. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, look good for seventy-six, painted lady. Thanks, Gilbo. <laughs> it's called Peloton. Anyway, Peloton. look um, it up. No, but she got dosed when she was in college at this party, and she woke up after like months in a coma. She it just what? knocked her out like completely, and they have no idea what happened. Like months, holy about, shit. Some crazy story about how she was approached by some guy that said he was from the FBI and he had this briefcase and he took her in the Sounds other like room. Ultra. Thing, you know, she woke up like months later and man, she what? was the coolest English professor I've ever yeah, met. Who is definitely this some CIA shit. An English professor at MSU. Professor at MSU. and but she was she a professor at like different after like did she say like. She, she might have like a different attitude before, so in. after she was changed by it anyway. Or what school was she in? Was she uh, in? Potent Ponic Steve says too much strychnine would do that. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. What did you say? LSD with too much strychnine? Mm -hmm. Yes. She, she was a professor when I was going to school. And yeah, it, I, I mean, I don't know. She didn't really say if it changed her or not, but she, um, she was very much a free spirit anyway. Like the books that we read in that college class were the, were so cool. We read like Helter Skelter. We read Papa John about the mamas and the papas. We read some cool I thought that was about books. pizza. Yeah. And then we and got racism. to write it. Like oh, anything that we wanted, any kind of subject, we did this video, and I did mine about like a tattoo parlor, parlor, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I went to this tattoo shop when I was getting a tattoo and did a whole video. Like she was the coolest professor ever, but yeah, she got dosed and was in a coma for months. That's yeah, it's crazy. fucked up, super fucked up. <sighs> yeah, so maybe that's what happened to her, Steve. What yeah. is strychnine? Uh, rat poisoning. Rat poisoning. Rat poisoning yeah. Well, it's, it's used in rat poisoning. I'm not sure if it has any other. Why would it be it's the whole stomach crampy thing? LSD. Yeah, uh, it's probably an isolator or a separator of some sort. I imagine. Uh, Ew, Most of those synthetic drugs are made out of some really crazy shit. Yeah, from what my understanding, the... like it's because you can't just get ergotamine or something like that. Like they, they used to have a very simple precursor. You'd be able to get, and now, now the way that it's the precursors scheduled, it makes it so you have to go through these. Like, I've read reports of people like using all kinds of different chemicals from like you know the shelves on automotive stores and Home Depot and shit like that, basically just to extract precursors. You know what I mean? Just just to, just to you utilize it for separated solutions just to get and back in the day you'd be able to go to a pharmacy and get chemistry equipment you know you'd be able to get all your you know whatever in strychnine that they need for the isolator you'd be able to get that shit you know and you just all that shit's scheduled now to the point where people have to be crafty and that's how they be crafty they find other shit you know they break cleaners or whatever kind of shit and then they now you're talking crocodile and shit then they pull yeah. stuff out of it you know they isolate something from the brake cleaner so that they can use it to isolate something else you know it's Either yeah chem yeah ex exactly chem chemistry you know so <laughs> Beck is staring at the joint right. man I'm, I'm so used to it guys it's okay i can imagine Torture. Man, that's why I'm really gross. I've got my head okay. floating off. I got the. She, the she, she's yeah, been man. puffing on the dab rig. There you go. I was. I got she, the half time song rigged up, so we'll be able to play that today. We can actually play it this time. Okay. She Ooh. goes dab rig. I go doobie. Really pulling out all the stops for you tonight. Played the wrong roll. intro song. I mean, yeah, we're getting three musical interludes. Fuck. Got the fail horn. Got the yeah, three bum, musical bum, interludes bum. and a fucking Art muted. You don't have anything else on the board, do you? I said you did the sound effects too, man. Come on, I got the outro. Oh, so. oh there's Ooh. a sound effect that was cool. I got a whole song that the, the crowd hasn't heard before. Are we gonna play? Shout out to Catatronic. Shout out, Catatronic. What, what do you want to play? Duck, Duck, Goose. Oh, uh, no, duck, no, Duck, Duck. <laughs> Duck. Here, painted lady, pretend to grab a. Do you have a joint? No, pretend I don't. To grab I one. One. Okay. 
and that but then you needed one see this, the game's not gonna work because you need you need a joint too <laughs> you gotta grab it from below becca's underneath you oh there you go yeah becca just handed you a bong that was weird she handed you a joint and you grabbed a bong now that's super trippy not passing joints. <laughs> that's a that's a movement red can get behind that's why that's sometimes we have two. You know, I don't want to share germs. Oh shit! You yeah, let's share my germs. So many germs. So many germs. Get it. Red, what the fuck are you doing? Direct eye contact and a firm handshake at the end of the night. Yeah. New, new yeah. Signed contract. <laughs> you won't even say life. shit either. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh man, yeah, I've, I've got the COVID warrior bracelet. I, I see those are like the like, Wonder Woman fucking COVID warrior bracelet. Yeah, man, it's like COVID. Where's your bake sound? <laughs> it's worn me off so far. It's it's working. Cheers, Brett. Brett. Nice. So, fuck you. COVID, COVID or Conan? Conan. Same. Like Conan inspired bracelet, or a Johnny Depp inspired bracelet. I just keep blowing as many cannabinoids all over the house in the air around me yep. to just catch anything. Yeah. If you get to my lungs, but I'm pouring most of it out. Dope. Yep. Just health shouted health. out a, a pretty cool book I recently got. Tikal. Tryptamines I've known and loved. Uh, written by Alexander Shulgin, Sasha Shulgin. Pretty cool. Uh, I've been I've been listening. I I I got both of his rights. Takal took forever to come in, but I got Pical probably at the end of Pical. Phenethylines I have known and loved. Sorry, these are acronyms. Sound like strange names. Tikal is also a like old community, old uh, ancient. Uh, what the ancient, ancient Mexican thing? Ancient Mexican. Yeah, Tikal. Yeah, Tikal. Uh, which is also the acronym for the book that Shulgin wrote. But anyway, there's the Peacow is awesome. I've been listening to that one on Audible just because I don't have enough time to sit down with the book. But I want to keep it around for reference because, dude, it's f fantastic what it actually contains. Um, Tikal similarly contains awesome, valuable information. It, in just the beginning, they talk about all just – tons of research and work that they were doing with uh mescaline lots of research was done with mescaline back in like the 50s and uh, 40s 50s and into the 60s probably in the 30s too i'd imagine some but they were you know just work with peyote and dude uh some of the stuff that he's talking about the way that they would synthesize the they when they first synthesized like uh any type of cannabinoids like uh synthetic thc offshoots and things like that they they would use like they would use like terpene they would like uh they would isolate different things out of terpenes and isolate stuff from like dill and like all kinds of different like botanicals and weird things and like literally synthesize thc from other parts of nature super fucking interesting stuff man like like basically there's uh, there's all kinds of other like phytocannabinoids in nature so they would like basically go to phytocannabinoids in nature and pull them out and and restructure them to mimic thc um we love hamilton morris yeah love him. i love him 
Yeah, that's, that's the guy that, that has the show different. on Vice, right? Yeah, Hamilton. Oh, oh, Potent Pond is talking about it. Okay. Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia. Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia. I can't say I love it. that show. He yeah. also has a uh, podcast. He does that. Does he? YouTube. Yep. Cool. Yeah, I love that show on... Uh, uh, I used to watch it on Vice, and it yeah. was so cool. I used to travel all over the world and... Mm-hmm. Go to like these What's the name of that podcast? These people that were like not thrilled to see this crazy nerdy scientist in his all white outfit. And his all white every <laughs> what the hell, dude? It like through this jungle with his all white, high watery pants. Oh, it's on Patreon. Okay, you got to pay for it. What's that, Scobo? Uh, uh, his yeah. his uh, podcast. Yes. Uh it's available. You can find you can find recordings of it. it like his thing is like he kind of wants it to be available as much as but like he's not trying to limit it from anybody. So he's like not taking it down anywhere that's being posted. So if you can find this it set, places, there's a lot of places to find it for his free. Podcast is paid. It's paid one on his Patreon. Oh, his podcast. Okay, his podcast. All right, like never mind. I thought you were talking about interviews. Hamilton's Pharmacopia. Oh, yeah. Specifically. That's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. I think it's on Amazon, Amazon Prime. It's on YouTube. Multiple episodes. It's a really, really cool show. It's really yeah, his, his podcast is formative. Like, just drugs I've never even heard of, man. Like, oh, well, that's that's the thing. Me. Like, that, that book that... That book that Potent Ponix is talking about, T. Cal and P. Cal, the two books that Alexander Shulgin wrote, is literally loaded with thousands, like thousands of just structural differences of chemicals that are just, you know, constantly like even today being worked on and worked with and released and put out there, you know, tabs of whatever blotter paper that could potentially be one of a thousand different offshoots of whatever research chemical that just so happened to be designed that week. You know, it's never uh, the case where it's actually LSD or it's actually, um, you know, even if they tell you that it's uh, ALD 52 or something like that, it's like, it might not even be that. Uh-oh. Was that a bell, Skilbo? Almost. Ready? Almost. Jesus Christ. Oh, there's a, let's get my torch. The premature bell. Premature tintinabulation instead of the other. Yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> yeah, your word funny. for the day, guys. Tintinabulation is the sound of ringing bells. That's <laughs> what it's called? Yeah, tintinabulation. Wow. That's Check so off your bingo card. Hey. It's an educational Next. program, right? Or is it just le- strictly entertainment? I was thinking about a, bro- a broken bell. Is anyone really entertained? A bell is very. Is anyone really entertained anymore? No. A bell is a very cool instrument, oh, man. Um, it needs to like pretty much be complete to like give its tone because if it has a fracture. Or hey, a Red, why don't you get that big tong, fucking bell out again? Tong. Uh, it's moved. It's downstairs. I, I hear bells all the time. Well, actually, it just tong. like it's called tinnitus. Tong. Is what Where it's is called. The bell? There you go. Hash time. Woo. It's called Hash tinnitus. Can do the music again.
Stoney in the chat, they're doing the percussion and vocals. So LG in chat says, going to week three, found spider mites put up for stimulus plus. Should I get some more on the way to reapply? I think that wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, I got time for one more dab real quick. I'm so high, man. Oh, man. I feel like I would say, I would say probably yes on the reapplication, huh? Hit him again. My eyes, I need to bend. It's probably never too late to apply him, right? No, I mean, that's kind of the perfect thing because the persimilis, they only eat spider mice. All the so they eat the spider mice, then they die. Yeah, you're probably better off having those than spider mice. <laughs> yes. Yes. They're asking, they want to know what everybody's smoking on. I was smoking Trim Tray Hash. We got Lime River Rose. What kind of concentrate was in that banger-ranger? Uh, some Apothecary House. That sounds good. Damn, Skibble went way back for his fucking day. Holy it's shit. Some ancient shit, right? Hey, it still tastes good. Oh, oh, what is it? It's mint chocolate The writing's so small. It's that same one I was smoking. Mint the other chocolate day. chip from Apothecary. What you said was very minty, before. right? <clears throat> Man, um, what I'm drinking is minty, so I don't know if I'll. Ooh, damn. Whoa. It's got a. Whoa. What's everybody feel about those square jars? Yay or nay? I am a nay on them. Same. I love these uh, things, dude. Uh, okay. Yeah, dude. This is what we this is what we got. They're a little annoying to open, but they're okay. They are. They're like the easiest thing ever. What are you talking they about? They hold they hold you're in your twenties. Exactly. They're the easiest thing ever. And I don't know about the easiest thing ever. Oh Come my on. gosh. You just go like you just have to tap the right side. Don't don't buy time. What okay. you're doing right there at our age becomes difficult. Like <laughs> Especially using your fucking hands all the time as a grower, man. Man. Oh, no, man. What do I do? I don't well, the other way. side doesn't work. The other side does not. The, the one side, it's not much of a squeeze, though. It's barely a squeeze. 
Well, there's like four or five different designs on the square jars. I've had yeah. some that are really yeah. fucking hard. Oh, so, I've yeah. had some where it's the square jar, but you still have to push down. Yes. Yeah. Those I ones are those. challenging. Uh, this is a... Like this? Boop. This one's square. Yep. Boop. I don't like... I, I just... Yeah. This one is is weird. <clears throat> Maybe if it had our sticker on it. Th this is a Calyx container. I got... All of ours were from Calyx. Uh, and they design. Oh, here's one right here. Boom. Hey. Oh. There it is. Hey. <laughs> you just want to blow us a kiss? What was that? Wrong <laughs> <laughs> side. That wasn't the guy I wanted. <clears throat> exactly. Without the twist. These are they, the uh What's nice is this. It's gasket. It's got the gasket inside. Yeah. Seal. Yeah. Gasket. It's really important then, to try to open them the correct way because the other way will be very frustrating. Yeah, the the push down and twist anything is incredibly more difficult than this. This is just it's has such a it, it's you know you don't even have to use your fingers like I've literally I've gotten these open like using my wrist and all kinds of different ways. I've been really trying to see um, right because you deal with you know patients and yep, as a yep, character exactly. you want to make sure that's easy access got them doing this all kinds of shit I'm trying to get these things open it's way easier than using anything. how many of those uh units are you having to buy at once for those uh like 250, 250? i think okay. i had to buy was the moq on that <clears throat> yeah which was which was cool i mean i think that bakes baked uh split, like a, split a chunk of them yeah, from me, there you, you go know? so yeah into them for cost and you know it helps me out if anybody else from the team wants some you know i got I still have a stash you know I'm, it's gonna take me a while to go through them so <clears throat> a couple until we start making our until we start doing the events man yeah yeah i mean you know uh yeah for, what's up with the, the press what's up with the press soon enough it's buried so <laughs> it's all about getting it unburied yeah and the, the whole garage is just buried basically holidays happen so now it's zero degrees out so i'm not i'm not out there breaking down boxes i literally have a, a pathway that opened up because we finally moved furniture into the house and the pathway opened up and then it filled back up with a whole bunch of boxes <laughs> so you know how that goes I gotta break it all down oh, i don't throw only, that shit away only I, we all that shit goes out to the garden so. no that's not recycling now that stuff's waiting for spring all that stuff goes oh, out man i'm so stoked about spring <laughs> That's I'm already thinking about and like what I'm gonna plant and my flowers. When and... do you consider spring? Like that thaw in February, cold anymore. March. <laughs> March. <laughs> Pretty much when it's not cold anymore. My, my so when, no, I guess when things start springing up out of the ground, when I start Our seeing like month. my my um, I don't know, my hostas and that kind of stuff springing up, or like you know tulips and that kind of stuff. That's spring. Ditch lilies. Ditch lilies. We yeah. just looked through our seeds for planting vegetables and herbs and lettuces and corn and I'm excited. Literally everything. <clears throat> I'm gonna get some lettuce. Start some I should I should be I shouldn't just say lettuce. I'm gonna get some greens. I'm gonna get some greens oh, started up. Hardies, spinach, some chards, some stuff like that. Yep. 
I'm excited. Some lettuces. Shredder's being all fucking uh, perfect with March 21st there, man. Being real I'm... scientific about shit. I know. Like the calendar and shit. Jeez. <laughs> it's a fucking stoner that. show, bro. Be flexible. That mm. never feels like spring. It always snows in March. It's, it's, a, good, it's April, a good day. Sometimes. That first day of spring. It's a great day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's the day I came into existence. Crickets. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to keep up in chat. Jay Patrick says, "Sparring to the roof just kicked." Yeah, pretty much. The RSO is kicked in full force. It's doing its About thing. About an hour in. Yeah. Well, then I hit that that uh, bullet keep, and it was like both the same time hitting me. You're still working on those trays, aren't you? Pretty good. Yeah, I got. Um, not very much left. I got just a tiny bit left in here. Oh, shit, you've been going hard at it, bro. So how do I get there? Yo, Jesus. Yeah. I don't think it was almost full. Yeah, not anymore. That's <laughs> so aggressive. Yeah, pull it back a little, geez. Yeah. For those of us that are visually impaired. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, I got not much. Go. Not much. Yeah. You did a number on that. Yeah, I don't uh, give up, so it'll be cleared here before too long. Do you have any more of those harvest trim, harvest more trim bins to clean out that you got from work? Uh, I now am the proud owner. I've got two sitting right here. I think I have three more, maybe. Um, I have at least, I don't know, I have at least four probably. But they're all cleaned out. Oh. I believe, I believe except for the one I've been using. So, And then I have another jar. I have another jar. It's not as full. It's a little bit fuller than the other one. This is one I was starting to clean my trim bin out with. So, so I got. Let me get I my readers my... out. <laughs> How do you clean those off? The bowls. I mean the the containers. You mean? Or what are you talking about? Uh, the trays themselves. Oh, I just use. I just use a fucking parchment paper, man. <laughs> so I, I have a piece of parchment paper sitting down in there. So when it's time to clean them out, I just pick up the parchment paper, fold it in half, shake everything down, and just dump it into one of these. Yeah, I get a really fine brush to do mine with. I scrape it down, and then at the end, I'll hit it with the brush, get it all in, like you said, over the parchment paper, and then pour that right into the jar itself. I find that brush. I, I do use a brush to brush down the parchment paper sometimes. If it like Sometimes it'll stick. But um, I find the brush transfers a lot of static into the plastic. Here's a good question for you. Have you ever cleaned the screens on any of your trim face trim bins? Yes. Good. ISO. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you can just buy new ones, too. <laughs> just depends on what you want to do. <clears throat> I got an old one I can replace. I actually want to get one of the, uh, the half-inch size screens for it. I got an old trim bin and actually have the... Uh, what do you mean by half-inch size? Oh, it actually has half-inch squares so that you can, you know, run your trim nug over it, let all your bottoms or B-grades fall through, and okay. anything that's smaller than a half-inch will fall through that, which is going like to include trim and all kinds of other shit. You well, know, we went to Freedom Green and they were... Packaging things up. She had that. It looked like a calendar. Exactly. And it had those the holes on the bottom. Size, yeah. Right. But you don't usually see those though for sale. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, 
maybe you can find my Amazon. You might be able to find maybe them in like a restaurant store. It's yeah, gotta be for something else. Probably, we don't know what it is. Probably find it for Webstaurant stores. I asked her what they were for. It's um, very specifically they're just um, like food. food Since it's for cannabis, strain. I'm sure they're going to charge like forty six dollars for food grade them. strainers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you can make the boiled peanuts, right? Yeah, man, it's the same size as dude. Just get yourself a light filter. Go to your hardware store and get a get a. Uh, a fluorescent light filter, you know, get a two foot by four foot light filter, cut out your own. You can DIY one as big as you want, but harvest writer, whoever the hell that is, whoever makes that, uh, harvest more, harvest or harvest more. Yeah. I like your mug. They, they make one that, that actually fits my lid. Mug. Fits that trim tray, which is kind of cool. But yeah, I mean, you could you just get yourself a sheet of that, you know, size screen if you wanted. So basically, just a light filter. The same stuff you see in your hallways in high school. You know, look up at the fluorescent lights. Got that. Well, maybe today it's LEDs, but you know, us back in the day, that square filter over the lights. It could be the gas oh, lamps and probably, <laughs> probably, got, probably got them in basements. You could probably DIY it with that plastic hardware cloth. Like landscaping stuff with the big squares. Yeah, you can do it with that. That stuff's metal and it might corrode and get weird unless you can actually well, get it out of plastic or something. Like What's nylon. that? I've gotten that out of nylon. Oh, out of nylon. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you get down to quarter inch, and if you're lucky, you can find eighth inch. But I haven't been able to find eight eighth okay. inch every time I've looked. But I've seen quarter inch. I used to use that to screen my um, worm castings. Yeah, you don't want that to be too small. You'll just be there for fucking days. Yeah, but then you have some badass castings. Oh, yeah. I was looking for the eighth because I was wanting to make some badass, you know, because that'll get the actual, get the, the cocoons, cocoons out. out. Yeah. Yeah, so you don't end up with a bunch of worms in your pots. We have so many questions in chat that it's hard for me to pick one to answer right now. Oh, have you I'm being facetious, guys. If you got anything, I was gonna say, I thought I've been paying attention. I didn't see him. I know that's what I was looking too. Everybody's just on cruise control. It's a Monday night, it's 12 15. You know what I mean? Everybody's pushed back in a cut. You're either rolled up and smoking or you're getting ready to. Man, this Lime River Rose is making the top part of my head to feel like it's gonna load <laughs> off. Is this is your that first time really going at it? Martin, that what did you say? I'm sorry. Detroit River Wright was calling me. Call me cheap in chat. Uh oh. Does it? Did your cuvee? Was it really a, a head high? Mine feels like it's going to float off. Mm, I don't remember. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. Gonna, <clears> I, I, remember, I, I just remember way. the flavor. It was like that Tootsie Roll. I want that Mr. Knacky weed where his head's like a little balloon. Okay. You know Baked can do that perfectly, probably, right? Oh, I'm sure he can. He's probably got the, that like scene saved on his phone. He'd show me a video of it. 
He went to bed about four hours ago, though. <laughs> oh, shit, her, dude. For as soon sure. as the fucking Wheel of Fortune went off, he did. Too. And he probably got a nap in, too. <laughs> oh, my God. All caught up on Roseanne. <laughs> what kind of tea girl. are you making over there, Becca? Roseanne's been off the air for like 27 years. No way. I watched it as a kid. Yeah, do you want my tea bag? No, I don't want your tea bag. I was just going to say. What kind tea of bag? Tea bag. Tea bag action. Just stuck your tea bag in my tea. What is it with people not respecting your boundaries, Red? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's like, that's like a marketing I'm stuck to it. I'll be back. I have to oh. add more water in my. He's so nice to me. That's why I have a trash can right next to my computer. <laughs> we should. Oh, this doesn't go in the trash can. This no. goes in the compost. Yeah, we do. Uh, we compost it. Not well, then you have two trash cans, and then. We've got and a compost bin over here. We've got multiple. We do kind of. We could have put it in an ashtray because we compost that too. Yeah, actually, my ashtray consists of uh, apple cores, <laughs> roaches, and and uh, uh, actually a full joint that's not going to get smoked. All of this goes right into my compost. That's bin. the one from last night, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. is. It's actually just going to boof that one. I, all this has to go in the compost bin, so. Wicking. Well, well, now Red knows what it's like to be teabagged. <clears throat> and, and then, yeah, the tea bags. I have tossed tea bags in the ashtrays. Here's another ashtray. We have more. Here, if anybody else wants to see more roaches and incense sticks, ashtrays. One. We have a lot ashtray. of ashtrays. Do you guys have a lot of ashtrays? Oh, here's another ashtray. Like this a lot. Ashtrays and lighters. We're gonna turn this into a meme. I have two. I've got one. I'm not even gonna move. I'm just gonna keep. I got this three on my ass. Oh, cool. I have two. We literally have a whole cabinet because we got a bunch from his grandma. Oh, within reach, reaching distance. And oh, I, like, I like to thrift stuff, like cool glasses. My friend has a has a resale shop, and I have gotten so many old ashtrays. Like my favorite thing. Dude, ashtrays old candy dish. Huge thing. Like, yeah, it's so everyone cool. smoked. There's so yeah. many cool ones. Yeah. I wish we had more. The old Dude, I have some super yeah, dope fucking seventies ashtrays. But we legit have four in front of us. Big table ashtrays and shit. I do. Yeah. I'll go get it. Hold on. We have four in front of us and two beside us, and another probably sixteen underneath the table that's beside Gilbo's us. Gilbo's about to come back and hit us with a weird flex. I ready? just bought two more too. Oh, I'm sure he's gonna be like, look how big my ashtray is. It's gonna be of of, of gilded marble. We had that. We had a really mermaids, cool stone one. Mermaids. I brought this back from Tom. <laughs> gonna be some dentist and fucking. It's gonna be a. It's it's a whole table. It's just a, it's it's a, just a chiseled table. out tree trunk. Ashtray. I brought this back with me. So, I I had a nice flower stand. It was a plant stand, and I put it on my front porch next to our couch, uh, and filled it with sand. And it was a cigarette butt joint, butt roach. You know. Put out your cigars in the plant stand ashtray out on the front porch, you know. And I had this weird dream that it was flying off in the wind and being taken, and I couldn't catch it. And the wind was too strong. I had to hold on to the porch, you know. 
Yep, there it is. That's sweet, Scobo. That's sweet, Scobo. Very cool. It's so clean. It's a Zodiac one. That's really cool. Yeah, super you can cool. tell he doesn't use it. No, I don't use this one. No. That's so cool. Yeah, it's definitely really 70s cool. vintage. Oh, yeah. Really cool. Where's that. our really, where's the big one? I like that, Scobo. I'm not sure. Over there on the table, maybe? Now sit it somewhere where you run into it with your chair and break it. Don't. Oh. He yeah. put it back. He's smart. So I just got two more ashtrays. They're like black obsidian. That's what it, they, she said. Which is just cool. Yeah, break them. Energy. Don't break them. This one is one of my favorites because it's like a little bowl. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I do like that one a lot. That's definitely a old cigarette ashtray. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and this one. I want to know what uh, trench art is. Have you heard of trench art? Mm-hmm. Actually, my favorite one is this one. Uh, trench art is like what shit like people War? used to do, like World War One and World War Two. So. Oh, no. Grandpa Skilbo was in that, like, sort of like uh, China, India, Burma part in like 1943. I like this one because it's super. So he has a uh, an actual artillery shell that's cut and it's got like the engineering thing on it and it's got the coins. I'm gonna go grab it real quick and bring it over. I've had it since I was like ten. Do yeah, I wanna. I wanna you see, see it? This. No, okay. Yeah, I wanna see it. Like over here. Hell yeah. I still have a whole bunch of my grandma's old ashtray hour. None of my parents wanted it. Like they didn't want any of their old like antiques and stuff. And it's just kind of like red. Are you talking over everybody? No, no. (laughs) You're talking while everybody else is talking. Mute your mute your ass. Yeah. Anyway. So I don't remember what I was fucking talking about. Something about my grandma. You're talking about nobody else what yeah, like nobody else wanted to. Should have just kept talking and let me go. Nobody was listening to me. <laughs> Check it out. It's that is sweet, Skilbo. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. Uh, used to have coins on all three sides of it, just awful of joints. Whoa, that but is it's so like a bazooka cool. shell. Yeah. Really cool. <laughs> so, Super cool. I've had it forever, man. What does it say on the bottom oh, any like info about it? I was just gonna ask what year. This is hold on, let me I gotta empty the fucking jump it. <laughs> I'm curious to what year, if not it was manufactured, oh. what year that shell is at least from. It's from like 1943. So I put some felt oh. things on the bottom, but it has Chinese characters on it. Whoa. It's a wow. Chinese artillery style. It's heavy as fuck, oh, dude. Wow. This is super fucking heavy. That's Shit. cool. There's a primer in the middle. Yeah. So you've had that for how long and you haven't deciphered that Chinese yet? 30. I've probably had this for like 30, almost 40 years. He's got a tattooed on his ass, man. Unbelievable. (laughs) So the other cool thing about this is, is if I hit this with like some Brasso, it will shine like new money. You send me a good picture of it. I might be able to figure out what the characters are. I can do that. My phone. This Brasso product is made in in this century. Like a million years ago, is what it sounds like. He had that shit sitting on his shelf as a kid. He's gonna blow my mind with some brasso, whatever that is. Oh my god, that was funny. 
the, the hand-me-down degreaser that sits in the garage from generation to generation to generation. It's like the best shit ever, though. <laughs> like My grandparents just used toothpaste. <laughs> toothpaste will shine all that shit up. I've heard of people using toothpaste for everything. It's abrasive. Yeah, it'll work. Put it in CDs. A, put it in a, 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 a cup of Coca-Cola. CDs. Yeah, that too. Use some soft scrub. It's best in the past. Show and tell. Oh, you got a little show and tell on the MBGS. Plastic mushroom cup. But it's like it's like a fabric in there. This was vintage from a resale <clears throat> shop too. Yeah, they they did all. Oh, kinds I remember of those cups. Stuff back in the. Uh huh. Who is that? Probably seventies. Most mushrooms look really questionable. Eighties, probably. <laughs> yeah. With the plastic, yeah. Did you say some of those mushrooms looked questionable? Oh yeah. <laughs> Some of them were really specifically shaped. <laughs> yeah, were... I guess I do see that. <laughs> little phallic. What? Becca. <laughs> she uses the proper terminology and you correct her. That's very appropriate. God. That's like, word, that's, that's like the word that my mom uses. Come on. Yeah, it's like phallic. How Can is you that? use that as something? It's like, Jesus, that's tame as fuck for this show. <laughs> Becca's mind always is always in the gutter. Yeah. Always. Terrible. Uh. <laughs> there we go. Potent Thomas is right on that my one. Too. My still yeah. shirt. That's what I'm saying. I know I was going to be a twinsie with you tonight, but my shit's already boxed up and ready to move. That's okay. It'll happen one day. It'll, it'll happen, man. Fuck. Yeah, that's I a really cool story. There. If you read about, uh, what's it, Gordon Wasson? And uh, Maria Sabina. <laughs> Shout out to Steve. He says, I know my drug history. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Albert, Albert Hoffman first synthesized psilocybin. 1943? 41? Well, yeah, no, I don't know what year it was. Yeah, it was around the same time as he synthesized. Come on, Steve, help us out. Was it 41 or 43? I'm about to search it out here. What, what is the question? Fifties. Uh, no, it was before that, Albert bro. Albert Hoffman. Yeah, nineteen forty. We call it forty-one. I feel like oh. it was around the same time as he did LSD. Psilocybin, nineteen fifty-eight. Yeah, it was in the fifties. What for LSD? No, psilocybin. Oh. What no, was the date on the uh, LSD? That's like. Got originally like thirty. Hoffman did psilocin like and psilocybin after LSD. It was like thirty-eight. He originally synthesized it. Shelved it. <clears throat> assumed that would be the other way around. Yeah, that's why I was. I was almost thinking it was in the fifties. Maybe he noticed that there was similarities, and he was like, "Oh, maybe I should look at what is causing that in these mushrooms." Well, I th I think that Steve's right in the. Well, Steve is right, but I think that it didn't just come to uh, the Americas. Like I just uh, like it was already discovered. Wor no, worldwide. Like, yeah, like they weren't doing research on psilocybin before the early fifties. This comments on LSD, by the way. Oh, this comment, yeah. LSD. LSD was discovered in like. 38 and then 
synthesized in like 41 and the bicycle day trip was in like 41 or something like that that's what i was claiming yeah it was like three or four years after he first synthesized it uh i think the, the city anyway the the um uh, Marius, uh, yeah, originally before anything with psychoactive, before LSD, it was all mescaline. So it was all peyote research. And then in the 50s, they brought upon the psilocybin and the mushroom research and all that shit. <clears throat> a lot of, lot of mescaline research, though. I'm still blown away how they were getting synthetic. I'd like to continue that research myself. Yeah, I'm blown away how they were. I mean, they were figuring out synthetic forms of even cannabinoids. I'm pretty sure that's how they discovered THC in the first place. Um, but that was that happened in Israel. So that was Israel, yeah, all over the place. <laughs> and they were sharing information. They were the only ones that were doing any testing on it for years and years, really. <clears throat> Basically, after 1970, when they put the key box yeah, on it. I'm curious what year Shulgin was talking about synthesizing THC. Um, I'm gonna have to look that up specifically. He was just talking about that in that in that book, but it's interesting how he got there through like different botanicals. Pretty interesting with that one. I, I'm all over the place. We're talking about like five different chemicals. Shulgin also first synthesized MDMA. Add another one in there. <clears throat> Did you see the research today that, that, that we were talking about in Reddit? They were saying how fucking um, ketamine is not any more um, beneficial than like electroshock therapy, which I thought was really odd that they still even fucking do that shit for like depression. Not more beneficial. Sure. So how effective would both together be? I have no idea, but I'm... I'm I think that's like I'm questionable whether that. electroshock therapy is good. Hashtag. Hashtag. Oh, I love that shit. I love that shit when I had the, the TENS unit. Oh, that thing is fucking amazing. Oof. Man. Well, I think the TENS is kind of is different than electroshock therapy, I believe. Yeah, electroshock therapy is applied to the fucking head. To like, the brain. Is it nerve? Does it go through like, like nerves and shit? Yeah. Oh, okay. This yeah. thing is like a muscle stimulation. Well, one of the things that's a long-term effect yeah. for people that have electroshock therapy like that, if they call it ECR or whatever the fuck it is, is that they long-term have memory loss. And like brain fog sometimes. Yeah, that. yeah exactly. You said ketamine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was on Reddit today. Yeah, I I, the side effects can't be as bad, right? So then you just uh, maybe you'll start opting for the less less damaging uh, medicines. So hopefully. it's it's a disassociative, and in when it takes you into that you know phase of consciousness as a dissociative, it kind of allows you to. I guess forget about your traumas or your traumas aren't, you know, coming to surface, you know, in, in that respect. I, you're not forgetting about them, but they're not, things aren't surfacing the way that they normally are. It's similar to the way that 
long-term microdosing helps and things like that. But I think it's uh, isn't ketamine like a an approach, like a mild opiate? It, no, it's a disassociative. It doesn't. It doesn't ketamine bond. used to be used in veterinary medicine. It doesn't bond mm-hmm. to opioid receptors, from my understanding. Um, it does act as a uh, sedative, like an opioid. <laughs> But it's um, it, it's more of a I it's, I don't know how else to describe disassociative uh, disassociation with reality like disassociation you, is not me put, puts you in a dream yeah, yeah yeah it makes you makes you not really care about a lot of shit and just you know just kind of da 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 but I, I I shouldn't be so vague I suppose because a lot of people take it. Very seriously. Oh, I, really I had it confused. Know. I was thinking kratom, but now that you've described kratom, that, kratom is different. kratom does act on the opioid receptors. Yeah, is yeah opioid so I was confused. That's what's still legal. That's what you find in a lot of head shops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the there's place. been crazy stuff with that too. Well, um, like psych it's substance. Just like paid attention stuff. to his channel, he's really struggled with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. addictive yeah. like that's, anything that's else. That's what I was talking about. She's but on. it can help get off of maybe other other drugs. You know, if you're if you're locked into something like pharmaceuticals or other op- street opioids or something like that, and you're worried about fentanyl. I mean, at least there's. I don't think that Kratom's being Kratom or however you want to pronounce it, but with fentanyl or anything like that. I mean, at least not at the head shop level, I would imagine. So right. I, mean, I think it's, it's, still, trading, it's, it's regular, trading down. Right? You know what I mean? You're trading down in yeah. riskiness. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's still addictive. It still is going to hold and, you know, potentially change your personality. It's still going to do all these other things that, you know, happens when you're addicted you just it's probably just a, a better source of an opioid if you're addicted to opioids but similarly that's how what it, how addiction therapy weans people off of opioids in the first place like they give suboxone if you're going to do substitution you want to substitute like for that. something that's less lethal right right exactly or at least has a, a different safety profile and in this case you know you're hopefully going to avoid fentanyl which is the big killer of of uh, you know e- e- there's functional opioid addicts all over the world you know that can take higher doses of opioids their bodies are tolerant to it it's not the opioids that necessarily kill them a lot of times it is the effects of the drugs right it just begins to shut down organs <laughs> and stuff like that that stuff's not good well, i've like, always said that it's a matter of what you're direct, treating you're you're you like know? Everybody self-medicates. Everybody. You came to cannabis because you self-medicated for some shit, whether you knew it intentionally or not. And I was reading another article today that was talking about how they've seen in the animal world that animals will also self-medicate like that. There's just such a big difference, though, with opioids and cannabinoids. Like, cannabinoids, the the way they play on the receptors, the CB1 and the CB2 receptor heals. I don't know how much healing the opioid receptors do. I mean, maybe by lowering stress levels in a way you're healing, so I can see some of that stuff. But 
maybe natural opioid, you know, maybe like eating poppy seed bread and stuff like that. Yeah. Would help. But I, I don't see like the synthetic versions are what they're bad for your kidneys and your liver and stuff like that. Eating pills, you know, taking pills and stuff like that. Often a lot of like RSO, a concentrated form of cannabis. We could even say that that's semi, it's not really semi isolated. It's, you know, potentially chemistry, whatever extracted. extracted. Yeah. It's a concentrator. It's not bad for you at all. It's not, I don't, from what I understand, it's not bad for your liver. It doesn't do anything like that, that pharmaceuticals or pills, isolates might synthetics might, um, cannabinoids are just, it's a different beast, man. It really is compared to like any other, um, and, and like, <clears throat> A lot of other substances, psilocybin, a lot of these other ones, the way that their safety profile is just so low, there's such a small amount with low toxicity, minimal toxicity to your body, almost nothing has just such a large impact physically, mentally. Um, even as uh, like we're talking, they're, they're talking about natural tryptamines, you know, uh, microdosing, even, even out, uh, something as small of a molecule as LSD having uh, anti-inflammatory effects on you, which could be huge. And something that small is non-toxic, um, putting such a small amount into your body of a substance that could be potentially acting as something else. You almost, you don't even need those uh, more. Well, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't want to call them more lethal, but like more unstable, more, um, uh, yeah, more lethal, I guess, drugs, right? The drugs with a slimmer safety profile or or a higher rate of of addiction or or um, uh, what is it? It's not really addiction. Really, you're just um, uh, you become dependent, right? It's a dependency. Sometimes your body forms dependencies on some of that kind of stuff and habits. Whatever. Red, I want to read something from chat real quick. Uh, if you haven't been following chat, make sure you guys are watching along because there's a lot of information going back and forth. Cheers, everybody. Uh, Mama Lo says painkillers can make things worse by causing irritation from you not feeling pain and not working uh, about resting your injury. That is true. And also, if you take painkillers for a really, really, really long time, you're going to run into a couple of problems. One is you're going to need to keep increasing your dose, which we know that any problem that you have with it, increasing the dose is going to increase the problems. It's also going to make it so it doesn't work when you need it to. You can also have phantom pain issues that, like, if even if you stop taking it, you'll still feel pain issues. And it's not from anything other than just having used it for so long, man. And it's really sad because well, you run into liver issues from taking them over and over and over. And... Absolutely, I guarantee you that we all know someone, or know someone that knows someone. Yeah, that it has fucking wrecked their life, man. Yeah, terrible. That's why I think it's great how, you know, the information with how cannabis can help people with inflammation and can help people with pain and can help people with, you know, different mental states and things like that. And and how we've, you know, through talking about it and through sharing information, we've gotten to the point where we have destigmatized and almost almost depropagandized people for the most part. Now, there's still some hardheads out there and shit that are just never going to change, but it's at least an option for some people rather than, as we said, <clears throat> knowing someone or knowing someone that knows someone. Right. Blue kiss. That's so funny. It's true. 
I've heard. It's a lot more. There's a lot more older people coming out of the weed works, woodworks, the weed works, out of the weeds, <laughs> out of the weed, out of the woodworks, into the weeds. Getting a lot of older people getting into weed. God damn old I think people. so too, because that's where the pain in every. That's where the industry is, man. That's where all the um, medicine needs to be, and all the studies need to be done to help these old people that are on all these medicines yeah. that are like they're interacting with each other and not doing well. So. You know, that's you know the great I, thing about cannabis know. is it doesn't interact with a lot of those medicines that these people need. So the, the elderly are where it's at. That's where we need to focus things with cannabis. So on hopefully they will start basis, Yeah, on a day-to-day -day basis, we don't really service hardly anybody, like, younger than me. You know, I'm in my mid-30s. Everybody that comes in there is, like, 40 and up. Um, I don't know if it's our location. Or what? But it's the Centrum Silver Terps, baby. Yeah, the Centrum maybe, Silver yeah, Terps. Maybe. Disposable maybe. income is part of it too. I yeah, think. Prob I yeah probably. Yeah, probably. Where we're at, uh, our our location probably has a bit to do with it. I'm sure that if we were another store with a a, a, a larger maybe following or like a bigger brand name, we might attract a younger crowd. Um, maybe that has a lot to do. Maybe like brand recognition has more to do with like what demographic, but I think that like not having a brand recognition, like right off the rip um, is a way to get older people to kind of venture in because they're going to go anywhere that kind of like either they pass and they see a billboard or they, they hear it on the radio or they, they see it on weed maps or something like that, because there's not a lot of, if well, yeah, because they don't want to go to the doctor a lot of times for a lot of stuff. They're just yeah. like, oh, fuck it, my knee hurts. I don't want to go to the doctor. I'm going to scoot in the babies. store now. Yeah. It's legal. And they can just grab whatever's on the shelf. They don't know brands. And then, no. yeah, of course. No, they'll, so. they'll pretty much go anywhere. They can Google the nearest shop. So that, that's what we get, man. We get a lot of people that are seriously looking for just simple really a lot of it's man i want to stay awake during the day a lot of people looking for like sativa sativa weed you know they're just because that's the word that they're trained that's the word i'm going to use but i mean for the most part they just want daytime effects they want something to keep them up they want something to keep them moving and um you know unfortunately all the gummies are marketed sativa and indica even though they're all distillate it's kind of weird but um you have to work the the shelf the best you can in that respect when you're trying to get somebody interested and uh you know there's a lot of people are just like hey i'm i haven't done this shit since the 60s you know what's it going to be like i'm like well nothing like it was in the 60s so well yeah and then they don't have a guy so it's like if they haven't done it in a long time, but they're, you know, having a lot of pain or maybe they're doing chemotherapy and someone was like, hey, this will help with your chemo. You know, they, they're not like, oh, you know, let me call my dude from 1983. Right. right. So that's seen, why baby. they're going to the dispos. You're seeing yeah. those people, too. They are, too. There's a lot of them. A lot of yeah, older plugs dried up years ago, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. That's I, I think a lot of a lot of the younger crowd, you know, if anybody, you know, in in within say plus or minus, you know, five, ten years of my age, they either recognize a brand and they're going to a specific shop for a brand, or they already grow their own or have a buddy that grows their own, or you know, is within three degrees of, of a grower, you know, and has a plug. 
um, you know, is at least my guess. Um, you think three? Three. Three yeah. degrees? Probably, maybe, yeah, maybe one degree. I'm sure they, they have direct access to the grower. If you're in Michigan, most people could very easily have most people i think like if i'm thinking about it if i can think of like five of my mom's friends you know I, she tells me all the time so-and-so's kid grows weed so-and-so's kid grows weed everybody's kids grow weed you know it's a lot of people have direct connects to at least somebody who's growing cannabis in michigan so it's pretty cool my kid grows weed a lot of kids grow weed. i'm just like really it. amazed that there's this the gigantic hole in need in the Michigan, I don't want to call it market, but for a centralized, like maybe the government, they could take all this fucking regulation money and pay for it. I have a web page where caregivers can be in the registry, and when they have openings, a patient can like apply to that caregiver. You know what I mean? Because it's so hard for patients to find caregivers other than word of mouth. Well, and what other way do they have to? There's some There's places no like know. in Flint, you know, you know, Vehicle City or, or something like that. But those are few and far in between. Didn't they used to have a system like that and they changed it or something? I don't think the, the I don't think there's been any government run one. I think there's been oh. a couple like private run ones that have been trying oh, okay. to start up and didn't get any participation yeah. or I don't know what the deal was. We we had one in Ipsy uh be, before the pandemic I, i'd imagine that's what shut them down but they were a they would have events like they had stuff like uh similar to like the paint and puff type thing that uh emj is doing um very similar to a couple stuff like that where they would have like sessions you know group sessions you know smoke sessions get togethers um have people in for something and they would have caregivers come and meet with uh patients they would invite patients and caregivers and they would also just be a be a place to leave your number your name and if you don't want to leave your name whatever your contact is and then patients could do the same and so you could basically go to them and they have no affiliation you know they'll just they'll just link people they're just like here you you can call this person you can call that do, do you have any patients that are looking for caregivers and they'll say yeah here's so, 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 and so, and so, and so you can call them. And, and it's like, you know, they, and for them, it's like, I don't know. I think if you end up linking, you know, they get, you give them like five bucks or something, whatever it is, you know, however they, they had their thing marked out. So they still, it was a win, win, win on everybody's part. And let's uh, say that the MMA website has some feature on it to link caregivers and patients. Sweet. First I heard of it. Oh yeah. Would that be uh, uh, so at Lara through like through through the Lara website? I'm guessing Michigan dot uh, org licensing dot org. I'm looking for it now. I'll see if I can find it. That's cool. <clears throat> it's a, a good need. There's still a lot of patience, man. You're muted, painting lady. Thanks. Yeah. I think that I think it is through the Lara website, but that would be that would be really nice if there was something that would make it easier for the patients to get access to that. So, yeah, you know, in case they didn't want to go. Yeah, it's called Grass Match. I don't know how popular it is still, but um, that's what patients used to use to find caregivers all on the internet. What's it called? 
grass match. Yeah. Is that a like nation? Is that like a worldwide nationwide thing or is that I don't know. I know it's popular here in Michigan. Interesting. Because it'd be cool to be able to connect with somebody, you know, a, a caregiver or something. If I'm a patient, uh, you're in, I don't know, the legal state of Cali, something like that. You know, mm-hmm. and I go to Cali for a day or for a weekend or something. Or, or Florida's a med state. We're going to go to Florida next month, you know, connect with a caregiver down there. It'd be pretty cool to have that type of open source. It'd be sweet. I'm sure a lot of people would not want to have their information out there. It'd be like, Everybody's gonna get busted, but I mean, if I'm coming down from Michigan and I have a med card, you know, and you make me show you that information, stuff like that, you know, I'd at least feel somewhat safer about potentially doing some sort of a gifting business or however you want to treat the transaction that doesn't include sale of cannabis, you know. It'd be very interesting in how that stuff like that could work. Yeah, I'm sure somebody's got their work around for it. Yeah. Red with the noisiest rolling joint like ever. That? Well, that's right. Are we supposed to be practicing our joint rolling skills? Yeah. Because I haven't told gonna... any of these guys about that that little idea mm. yet. Mm. Okay. Was that just a tease then? Well, I'm going to secretly practice then. Maybe, I guess. Uh, I wanted to do it uh... practicing for 20 years. Bring it on. What are we doing? Joint rolling contest? Remember that time when you lost to me? Anyway, God, that uh, was so fucking funny. <laughs> you didn't say like it was about speed. Oh. You didn't say it was a speed contest. You were talking about, I was thinking a functional, like, nice joint that I'm going to want to actually smoke. So I tucked that sucker hey, back go, and everything. Go back and watch Both it. smoke perfect joints. Twisted my ass. Go back and watch it. Yeah. Go back and watch it. And I twisted I my ass. what it was. I did the whole thing. I did the whole thing. And I was only still a couple seconds behind you. I just looked on the okay. Laura's website. I couldn't find anything, but I did Damn find man. like other web pages. Like there was one from the Michigan Caregiver Association, I think, there's and there's another one called Michigan Cannabis Something Association that had a patient caregiver connect, but I didn't see any on the state website. Red's really proud of this joint. It took him an hour and 51 minutes. Did not, man. I rolled this sucker in about <laughs> hour and 51 minutes. Three minutes probably. He's had a couple. Red has gone the whole show without getting one rolled before, so it has happened. It's a nice one. Cool. Man, he's so proud. <laughs> Not even a filter tip or anything. Becca's uh, upset. I haven't been using filters. I get I get in waves. I get through. I go through waves. Rightly so, bro. Rightly so. Because you have a toppy, man. Every now and then, I don't. I just you know, I got got roaches laying around. I like. I like. That's wasteful, man. Yeah, but I like to puff on the rope. I just don't. Do. Come on. He'll just keep it in his mouth and be there forever. Get Walk around, yeah. burn a joint, puff on it. She's got her dab bong, and then I got my joint. Dab, dab bong. Kids and their dab bongs. Kids and their dab bongs. Talk about sound like a boomer. Uh, you picked it out. 
It's cool. Is that like the face gram? Debong. Debong. Wrong way. That's pretty cool. Where'd you get it from? Show uh, you got to give a a function function test. It's your chance to take a big ass fucking rip. Show the function. It looks like a pain in the ass to clean though. Heat it up, shit. It's actually not. It's a badass cleaner though. Because it's like in the very bottom, and it just bare the water barely comes up here. Uh, it's pretty cool. Got a lot of crevices. What's the name of that cleaner you guys use? Uh, black label, but you could just use ISO. ISO works. Yeah, ISO will clean up any rig pretty good as long as you don't go too long without cleaning it. You do it like once a week, it'll clean it real, real easy. If you use grain alcohol, you could wash all your bowls, your bongs, your screens, and your, yeah. your trim bin screens and make the tincture out of it. And then make a tincture out of it or RSO. Reduce it down. Do not do that under roaches. If you were actually uh, smart, you could do that in just your fabric and you'd have a really clean uh, reclaim product right there. Yeah. I don't necessarily know if I'd want to reclaim all my bowl material or my bong material but i would i and i have done like my um um my sc- actually old like, like jars got jars you know add the alcohol to it swish it around dump it in another jar swish it around another jar you know it's and your then, mother, it's your mother liquid yep yeah. and then i use that in my rso reduce it down Make, or it just makes a nice tincture. Mother liquid. I like that. That's a good point. Sequence says there's no dry material to get stuck in a dab break, so it's not bad. Yeah, it's not you like the... pull ashes into a purse. Oh, man. The guys that would always rip it too long and then make it like poop on itself, and now it's all inside. Fuck. That's what I do. Ah! My headphones just shot my joint out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> It's always dropping the joint. Somebody clip it. Oh, red. Did you guys get it on film? No. <laughs> yeah, you're being recorded. <laughs> Did you get that? On film. Yeah, we got it on film, Chief. Film. <laughs> red song film. That's a good again? Red song film. This joint doesn't want to get smoked. Thank you. <laughs> That's what we're waiting for. I forgot I, I had mileage out of that motherfucker already, man. Oh, dude, you should have seen me trying to pick things to put on the board. That one can be yeah. addictive, man. I used to be a DJ, so I know like all the horrific sounds, you know, like the horns and shit. And I left all those off, so we don't have any. What's that? Needs a on the symbols is what Yes. About a the bottom kids. Yeah. 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 Whenever, whenever we oh. get a good dad joke, to do. I can get good one-liners from movies and stuff. All the, all yeah. the stuff in there. Guys, what what's gonna be your your one a.m. snack? Sequence. I have a clip that I can send Ooh. you. By the way, oh. it goes in. I'm gonna have honeycombs. <laughs> <So> honeycombs. <laughs> I had pressing before this. Sounds yummy. I just got back to them. Yeah. She's really excited. 
<laughs> I would be too if I had honeycomb. I don't. I have um, honeycomb, honey bunches of oats for the almonds. Yeah, frozen. Mm, you got a bunch so of frozen fruit. fruit. I might go frozen fruit. Cash I would have eaten it, but you got, got weird ass milk in your house. Weedus is having celery. Mmm. Nutritious yet yeah, delicious. I got You're the getting vanilla. Getting the workout in. I don't in. have any celery though. It's in the soup. Celery oh, can no. suck itself. Celery. Grilled yeah, peanut so, butter. So, so I made a soup. It was a good. Celery sandwich. I heated the soup the next day. It was good. Oh, and then I heated the soup the third day, and I left that fucker on way too hot, <laughs> and it boiled. Yeah, and I. Burn the fuck out. I didn't like burn it, like reduce it down and burn it, but like it burned the fucking soup, man. I, I, I make, I made my soup without it boiling at all. I cooked that fucker nice and slow. It was delicious, still slightly crunchy. And then I went back at it, and dude. I, I walk in, I'm like, oh shit, my soup. And I go in there, and it's just you boiling, boiling. I'm like, oh no, you know what I mean. It's like so hot, dude. I was trying so bad to just leave that temp below 200. I don't want to fuck up my vegetables. You know what I mean? I want to keep all my, I want to keep it living as long as I can. I want to eat that stuff alive and living as long as I can. And once it yep. hits that boiling mark, you know, it starts to cook. Lucas, it scorched it, babe. Apple and peanut butter. So, yeah, Yummy. suckers. Yeah. I don't know I if I'm going to go back to it. I might have wasted it. Can we get the horn one more time? I think it's another fucking apropos time for it. <laughs> That's great. Red, do you have anything else for this show? I think you've been horned three times already. Damn, dude. Well, we took some clones and I look good. You got, good. You got, a, you got a good one? You got, you got a, a happy one? Ding, ding, ding. Here, pass the drug. Likes here. crunchy yeah. soup. He does. <laughs> 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 That's good. That's good. Something that was good. still crunchy. It might have been the celery. I think yeah. the celery. The celery was still a little bit crunchy. It was. Oh, we just a whole new level of entertainment. What the fuck? Fibrous GMO cool. shit, dude. It's less than one minute till we get to preview our third musical interlude. This is like an old Chappelle show. Remember they used to have like the musical interludes in the middle of it and shit. Where's Afro Man? We're in the middle of it. We're going on for another show. Chappelle. No, it's done. We're not going to marathon tonight. Okay. No, that's Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Right over on your channel for Behind, Behind the, the Veil. Catch us Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Used to be corniest segues, but they are always good. No. You could have easily confused a lot of today's conversation. Sequence? Behind Hit the, the music. All right, let's do it. It's a new outro song that uh, Larry and Catachronic made for us. Thank you.